Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by The Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today, we're heading north to visit central Washington, a place known for standing out quite a bit from other mountain towns in the Pacific Northwest, and that is the Bavarian-themed Leavenworth, Washington. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Vicky. So to give a little bit of background here, uh, Leavenworth began as like a gold timber and fur town back in the 1890s, and it boomed with the railroad coming through town with lumber and sawmill businesses taking off, but as happened in so many little towns like this, when the Great Depression hit, um, it affected the logging industry, the railroad rerouted out of town, and Leavenworth really struggled for about 40 years or so before locals there decided they wanted to make a big pivot to try to save the town. Exactly. And the town needed a way to draw in visitors. And they thought, hey, the Cascades are in our backyard, and it's pretty much only comparable to German Bavaria. So a complete facelift took place, and now when you walk downtown, you see Bavarian architecture, from the restaurants and the shops all the way down to the 76 gas station and the McDonald's at one end of the town. <laughs> Vicky, I, I love this about Leavenworth. Walking through town and seeing, yeah, like that gas station sign I can see in my brain. It came to mind immediately. Um, and I understand that you very recently took your first visit to Leavenworth. So what what brought you out there? Yeah. Um, so my good friend Sydney and I had been wanting to visit Leavenworth for a while. Uh, back in 2018, we had actually traveled to Munich, Germany together to visit one of our other friends. And so we thought, hey, like we've been to Bavaria. Let's go to this Bavarian themed town here in the Pacific Northwest <laughs> now that we live here. Um, and adding on to that, last year we had planned in the fall to hike out to see the larches turning colors. And we ended up not being able to go because of the snow and we just weren't adequately prepared for that. Uh, so this year we were very determined to both see the larches and see Leavenworth. That's kind of the amazing thing about Leavenworth is that, yes, it's this Bavarian theme town. Yes, that's very fun. But it's also the gateway to this amazing scenery all over the place. 
The Larch is, like you mentioned, uh, up there in a place called the Enchantments in Washington, which is just an enormously popular hiking area. Mm -hmm. uh, but also there's a place called Icicle Gorge nearby. A lot of places to hike, to camp, to backpack. Um, those mountains you speak of right beyond town are ripe for exploring. So what a lot of people do is they will go into Leavenworth um, for the night and go up to these places in the day or do a big backpacking trip and come back into town. Vicky, so you wanted to see some larches. You wanted to see some Bavaria. How did you balance that in your trip? I would say that the emphasis was more on hiking. So we only stayed one mm -hmm. night in Leavenworth, but we used our travel day as the day to kind of explore around town. And um, so we went the weekend of October 8th and 9th, which uh, happens to be when Oktoberfest is happening in <laughs> Leavenworth. And as you can imagine, as this Bavarian-themed uh. town, they go uh, pretty hard or they're known for their <laughs> Oktoberfest. <laughs> You have, to. you have to. If you're in a town like that, you simply have to. Right. There's no choice. Right. So, Jamie, when was the last time that you were in Leavenworth? I, I want to say it was in uh, like 2018 okay. or so. It sounds about right. Um, and I did the same thing the same time of year. I went for the Oktoberfest in Leavenworth. And again, it's a great place to visit any time of year. Mm -hmm. um, but when you're in this kind of, you know, I don't know, strudel beer <laughs> soft pretzel sausage time of year, um, where it seems like everyone is having Oktoberfest. My feeling was like, I want to go to the Oktoberfest in the Pacific Northwest and Leavenworth is the place to do it. And Vicki, I was just blown away by all of the food, all of the drink, all of the attractions, um, you can find around Leavenworth. It's not just drink a beer and eat a sausage. There's so much more to it. So I'm really curious, um, what did you find when you were exploring there in town? Well, first off, because it was Oktoberfest, it was very, very crowded. I'm talking uh -huh. about lines just like into the street, which was closed down because of Oktoberfest going on. But the lines were just wrapping around some of the areas with beer gardens. Uh, so we weren't quite set on waiting, you know, an hour or something for food, but we found this place called Stein, which is where we had lunch, uh, the first place that we ate in Leavenworth. Uh, and it had a great area for outdoor seating, a huge patio area. And of course, we got some brats. Uh, we got some like currywurst, <laughs> which was something that I had tried yes. in Germany. So I was like, oh, I got to try it and see how it compares. Um, and, you know, they had some other typical sides, you know, like fries, coleslaw, that type of thing. But uh, the meat, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was kind that was actually our only German themed restaurant that we went to. Uh, so I, I need to know what other uh, other German food uh, places you stopped at, Jamie. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I think if you're looking for just like a sausage and a pretzel, um, München House is the place that, that I, I went to that was just like the, a staple, like a real quick, casual, um, you know, order at the counter, get your mustard and your onions and your sauerkraut um, and sit down and have a sausage. I love that spot. Also, uh, Andreas Keller which is um, like a really Bavarian-themed basement restaurant um, there, which is a thing. <laughs> it just had sort of traditional Gasthaus fare. So, you know, your, your Wurst and your Schnitzel and your Spätzle and your Leberkäse. 
just all kinds of stuff. So I mean, I think there's there's several options, but I gotta say too, when you're talking about non-Bavarian food, I found a spot called Yodelin Broth Company um, that did bone broth uh, among other things, which I got I have to imagine in the winter time is it just has to be just so perfect. Oh, a nice God. bowl of bone broth in the cold. I highly recommend that spot too. We went there. We went there not only once, but we went there twice. It was that good. <laughs> and the first night, you know, after the sun went down behind the mountain, it, it got pretty cold in towns. So we're like, oh, this is perfect soup weather. And we already had our brats, so we were ready to kind of change up the, the cuisine of the day. And oh my goodness, it was so good. You can build your own soup, basically. So they have their menu of different broths, and then you can like put other stuff in and add on. Uh, and it was... It was amazing. My friend added like cod into her soup. Um, I had wow. one that was more of like a miso base with tofu and kale in it and mushrooms. So tasty. So good. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I can just like picture the steam coming off of that soup and it just sounds so nice. But Vicky, I, I know that you've got, you've got that sweet tooth. <laughs> I do. So I, I have to imagine that you found some some good sweet stuff to eat in town, too. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. One place that stood out to me was called the Gingerbread Factory. And, of course, yes, they did have, like, gingerbread people in the case uh, with their little designs on them. But they had a ton of other sweets, uh, some great pastries and cookies um, and Oh, God, I'm just imagining right now the case filled <laughs> <laughs> with everything, and I want to teleport back immediately. It was so good. Uh, their ginger snap cookie really stood out to me. Um, but I understand that I think I missed a few of the bakeries in town and some of your favorites, Jamie. Well, just one spot in particular that really stood out to me was a place just called Simply Bavarian Bakery. Um, really sort of no-nonsense, old-school bakery like you know, with um, just the sort of the regular old antique metal tables. Um, but the owners inside were speaking German. They had like, you know, Bach playing over the speaker. And I got just this like really nice flaky pastry filled with custard and jam. And they have strudel and they have all kinds of good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I, I got to say, I stopped by the gingerbread house too. And I got a second that recommendation. It's like, how many things can you do with gingerbread? <laughs> I mean, sure. You know, like a gingerbread person or gingerbread house, but like, Okay, give me something that's got like some jam in it. Give me something yeah. that's got some interesting icing uh -huh. in it. You, they, they are uh, gingerbread artists. <laughs> you can get all kinds of stuff there. So I, I will second that recommendation. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, and of course, I had to find the ice cream in town. And uh, the one main place there is called Whistlepunk Ice Cream. And I had this flavor. It was kind of like a vanilla base, but it had malt in it with like a fudge swirl. It was so good. And it was another one of those places that had a really long line. So I saw the line initially was deterred and then went back the next day, like after our hike. And it was the greatest reward ever. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a town where you can eat and you can oh, yeah. eat all day. Uh, but I, I understand that's not all you did in town. I'm, there's also a lot of cool attractions in Leavenworth. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what did you find mm-hmm. in there, Vicky? Yes, this next one, uh, the Leavenworth Reindeer Farm. I like need to control my excitement because I might start like squealing into the microphone because I loved it so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the Leavenworth Reindeer Farm, it's this family owned uh, place. And uh, adult tickets are like 25 bucks a piece. And you get there. It's a little bit, it's like a really short, like three minute drive outside of like downtown Leavenworth. So basically you get there, you get um, a little introduction, kind of like, I don't want to say lecture because it wasn't really, it was very interactive. Um, But the daughter of the family who owns the farm gave us this talk, kind of just talking about the reindeer and... uh, all these really fun facts about them as well. And then they passed around some of the antlers that they've shed, um, which are like huge and heavy. And it was great. It was super interactive. Um, did you go there, Jamie? Oh, I absolutely went there. You know, I did. <laughs> uh, I love that reindeer farm. Uh, you can go in and feed the reindeer yeah. and hang out with them. Uh-huh. They're not all the most friendly. I mean, they're really? reindeer. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, if you've got a handful of food, they're going to come up and hang out with you. Um, just a really cool thing for the family to do. Um, when I was there, there were a bunch of kids, a bunch of families in there. Um, just such a cool spot. I mean, like you, Vicky, I love finding the animal friends. Um, and I thought those reindeer were just great. Okay, maybe they were just friendly because obviously we had food, but I thought they were very <laughs> friendly. And fun, super fun fact is that <laughs> reindeer noses are furry so that their nose doesn't like freeze off in the <laughs> extremely cold temperatures where they're known to live. Um, so when you feed them, uh, you just put the like the feed in your hand, you can put your hand out and like kind of extend it out so you don't get hit by an antler. And then they just nibble the food out of your hand with their furry little nose. <laughs> and they just lap up the food. They they don't bite you or anything. Um and it it's super cute. And I can I will never forget that feeling of like the furry nose on my hand. Um <laughs> but af- after you feed them apparently they get really excited. You have to kind of like leave the pin cuz they kind of like run around. And <laughs> you don't want to get hit by a reindeer. You don't want to get run over by mm-hmm. a reindeer. Nope, nope. <laughs> One other attraction to shout out from Leavenworth is the Nutcracker Museum in town. Um, it has, I mean, th- there must be simply thousands of nutcrackers. Um, and as I'm looking at my notes here, 7,000 nutcrackers, more than 7,000 of them, um, from like old antiques to like modern nutcrackers, um, just in like glass cases around this, this room. So mm-hmm. um, definitely check out that spot as well. Um, but Vicky, you know, you mentioned Oktoberfest sort of being the big time to go to Leavenworth, but obviously a town is not going to just, um, bring people in one time of year. Um, I understand they have different kinds of festivals throughout the year. Right. Yeah. That's what I've learned from my research. It's kind of like known as the town of festivals. They have Oktoberfest, which is huge. And then they also have other festivals that, um, you know, stuff that's known in Germany. So you have your Mayfest that takes place all throughout May. Um, you have the Alporn celebration, which, uh, if you're not familiar with an Alporn, it is that like long Ricola looking thing that they have in the commercials <laughs> of, the, um, which I was able to see when I was there in Oktoberfest. One of the, uh, 
I guess, musicians who plays that thing was just walking around town with it. And he was like, you want to hold it? I was like, oh, sure. Uh, and it's, <laughs> you know, this huge instrument. Um, it's actually very light. So they have that celebration. And then also they are known all December long to have Christmas Town Village of Lights, which I, I'm very tempted to go back in December and see that because I imagine with all the snowfall and everything there, it is probably like the cutest thing ever. Oh, I'm sure. I've thought about that too. I think it'd be a, just an adorable time and probably another busy time, yeah. but a really fun time to go back to Leavenworth. Um, so, you know, with lodging, you know, obviously there's a lot of camping around town, a lot of backcountry campsites, that sort of thing. Um, but Vicky, what did you find when it, when it came to places to stay in and around Leavenworth? Yeah. So my friend and I ended up staying at the Lodge Hotel, um, which is downtown. And there's actually two lodge lodgings in Leavenworth. So they have the downtown hotel with the Bavarian theme. And then when I was looking, they also have cabins that are by the river. And those are just kind of like they're two separate locations. So we stayed at the downtown one. Uh, both are dog friendly, which is awesome. We were traveling with my friend's dog. So uh, that kind of you know, narrowed down our options a little bit. Um, but the Lodge Hotel, which, Jamie, I know that you're pretty familiar with, is very outdoor adventure friendly. So down to mountain bike rentals that you can get at the actual hotel. Uh, they had a hammock inside the room, literally streaming from <laughs> one corner to the other. And you're just sitting, you have to like step up onto one of the beds to get into the hammock. Uh, and then they have things in the room that, you know, if maybe you forgot them, you can just use them and then leave them after you leave. Uh, so they had headlamps available. They had a little cooler in the corner that you could take with you on, you know, whatever adventure you're going on. So uh, it was really cool. I really enjoyed the Lodge Hotel. Yeah. And for folks interested, that's Lodge spelled L-O-G-E. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like it's Loge, but it's <laughs> pronounced Lodge. Uh, they also have some in Bend and um, really kind of around the West. It's sort of a small chain out here. Mm-hmm. Um, Vicky, that, that sounds just like a fabulous way to do it. Now, did you end up camping at all while you were there as well? No. So we were really some weekend warriors. We drove up uh, in the wee hours of Saturday morning, uh, got there and just stayed Saturday to Sunday. So we explored the town on Saturday did our hiking very, very early Sunday morning, got back in time to, you know, shower and everything before checking out. Well, I am really excited to hear all about that hiking trip in the Larches. Uh, But first, we are going to take a quick break. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, we are back talking about the Bavarian town of Leavenworth in Washington, as well as the many things to see and do around there. Uh, Vicki, you took a recent uh, weekend trip out to Leavenworth. We've talked all about what you saw in town, 
But now I'm I'm dying to know about this hike you took up into the larches up there. So where do we start? Ah, oh, man, where do we start? So uh, I think, you know, I had heard people talk about the enchantments before. And obviously, I'd seen these like breathtaking photos of all the lakes that are in the enchantments. Um, but I knew that backpacking required a permit and it's through a lottery system that people are always competing in every year, basically. So I was like, ah, can't do the whole backpacking trip, but what can we do and still experience the enchantments? And so I also knew Kolchuk Lake was um, a very popular hike to see the larches changing color. So we were monitoring the websites that tell you when the leaves will turn. And we're like, okay, maybe if we go the weekend of October 8th and 9th, it won't be snowy yet, and the larches will be changing. So we decided to hike Kolchak Lake, and because it was so, it's just a really, really popular hike, we are like, all right, we're going to start, we'll wake up at 4 a.m., and we're going to get to the trailhead. The drive to the trailhead is about 30 to 40 minutes from downtown, from our hotel. So we got to the trailhead around 5.30 a.m., and... From there, there were actually vans of people. We must have just timed it that these vans got there at the same time, but they were dropping off through hikers who were doing the enchantments in one day. So these vans, I guess, drop you off at the start point and then pick you up from the end point. Anyway, we got there, thought we were going to avoid the crowds. We got there when there are a bunch of people absolutely just booking it, <laughs> trying to finish this hike in one day, um, which... I believe the whole thing, Jamie, the enchantments is like, is it 15 or 20 miles the whole way? Sounds about right. Yeah. So it's a lot to do in one day. You have to be hiking pretty quickly to make it before sunset. Um, but anyway, so we did this hike and it is about eight miles round trip. And honestly, it's just a really enjoyable hike. I mean, the first part obviously was in the dark, but... Mainly, the hike was pretty flat. Uh, there's little elevation once you're getting really close to the lake. And then once you get there, this lake is stunning. The, the water is turquoise blue. Like, I've never seen water this color before. And then, obviously, you're hit with the mountains. And uh, we were happily, so happily surprised that the larches... We're turning color. Uh, probably if we had gone the following week, there would have been more of them. But we saw we saw our yellow larches, and oh, it was such a relief. It was such a relief. It was a long time coming, you know? <laughs> it sounds so beautiful. And for those who aren't uh, aware maybe of what a larch is, it is one of the few deciduous coniferous trees. So its needles will turn yellow for the fall, and fall off and regrow in the springtime. So it's kind of like a, a unique experience to be able to go out there and see larches, especially in such a beautiful location. I've not made it up to the enchantments, Vicky. I, I love living vicariously through your description that the sound of just like the yellow needles and the turquoise blue lake and those mountains, mm -hmm. gosh, it just sounds like such a magical spot. Yeah, it was pretty darn beautiful. And you could see the people who did get permits they had their tents out, like, right at the beach part of the lake. And I can't even imagine waking up and getting out of your tent to see that view because it was so <laughs> incredible. 
But yeah, the larches are, they're almost kind of furry when you get up really close to them. Um, so yeah, a member of the pine family and, you could tell that obviously the the larches that were like up on the mountainside uh, at higher elevation were turning yellow first, obviously. Um, but there were some around right at the base of the lake, and you could see the reflection of both the mountains and the yellow larches in the water. It, <laughs> it was just so beautiful. I, I can't wait to probably go back every year. It was that good. Amazing. It it's always it's always sort of tempted me. I've always kind of wanted to go out there. I think the permitting issues and the crowds is sort of what has turned me off in the past. But I mean, for a place like that that's so beautiful, I think you just kind of have to accept that there might be some crowds. Um, so obviously, a lot of people want to go see it. For folks though who might want to do hiking in Leavenworth but not do the enchantments, or maybe you've done the enchantments already and you want to see something different, a spot that I really recommend is Icicle Gorge which is, again, just about a 30-minute drive from downtown Leavenworth. You know, it's not larches in the mountains, right? It's not these these turquoise lakes, but it's this cute, quiet little river gorge. And if you go there in the fall, you get these beautiful changing colors of the trees. There's a bunch of campgrounds out there um, that, especially once you get out of the summer season, are pretty empty. Um, I camped one night when I did my trip to Leavenworth at Oktoberfest and I thought, well, I'll, I'll do a campground instead of trying to get a spot, a hotel in town. Mm -hmm. And I was literally the only person in the campground. It was like, I was like <laughs> stumbling upon this, like, um, this paradise by myself. And I was just walking through the campground at sunset with just these leaves changing color and fluttering to the ground. Mm -hmm. And it was all just purely quiet. It was so nice. Um, and that was right next to Icicle Gorge as well. Um, and of course there's some good spots to hike right in town. Yeah. So there's some beautiful parks and, um, riverside beaches there, um, with mountain views right in downtown Leavenworth. Mm -hmm. So you can get all of that in town if you want, but Vicki, like you said, the enchantments look so gorgeous, so beautiful that it's really hard to pass that up if you're going to be out there. Right. Right. Um, and then also since my friend's dog was with us, like we walked down to that riverfront park or the waterfront park is what it's called. Um, and it's the Wenatchee river. And, uh, I believe people in the summer usually use that to like float or like, uh, maybe paddleboard or something like that. Uh, it looked really peaceful and the colors weren't quite turning yet around, uh, the river, but I imagine, yeah, if we he gone like the next weekend or the weekend after that, it would have been this beautiful golden color. Yeah, it's kind of a crapshoot, isn't it? I mean, it feels like this year is a little bit later than usual. I went there again for Oktoberfest four years ago, and it was prime time. Mm -hmm. This year, a little early. Some years might be a little late. Um, but I think that that combination of like the mountains, the changing fall colors, along with like the Bavarian stuff, you're talking the pretzels mm -hmm. and the bratwurst and the beer, the pastries. All of this adding up to this really unique and really fun experience um, that you can't really get anywhere else. Exactly. Yeah. And for us, so basically I had driven from Portland to Seattle to get my friend and then we drove to Leavenworth. I believe if you drive directly from Portland to Leavenworth, it's roughly about five hours um, from Seattle. For us, it took about three hours because unfortunately we did go and the Bolt Creek fire was happening right outside of Index. Uh, so I will say it was a bit smoky when we were in Leavenworth, um, which is, was 
kind of sad because it, you know, took away from the great views of the mountains and everything that you can normally see there perfectly. Um, but during our hike, it was not very smoky, which was great because we weren't uh, just constantly breathing in that air. So <laughs> that was uh, nice. But yeah, if you're going around uh, this time in the fall, always, always check, see what fires might be nearby. Our sad reality. Well, Vicky, any, any other advice you have for folks who might want to go check out Leavenworth? I would say at least stay two days. Um, with just one day staying in town, I think there was a little bit more that we could have explored and eaten. Um, so I would say stay at least two nights, maybe stay in town one night, camp another night. Um, and I think you really can go any time of the year. Um, it doesn't have to be during Oktoberfest um, because you, you get you get uh, your fair share of Bavarian-themed things year-round. Um, so if you love the wintertime, I would definitely recommend going probably in December because I think that's what I'm going to try to do. Ah, Vicky, I can't wait to hear more about that. Uh, but for today, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap things up right there. So, folks, until next time, you can watch our videos on the Oregonian's YouTube channel and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel, as well as HereIsOregon.com. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show, and if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Also, if you're a fan of the show and you're interested in potentially sponsoring it, you can get in touch with our marketing people at advertise at oregonian.com. This episode of the show was produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale and Andrew Thien. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.